0: Say hello to Floyd Little and Jim Brown, Sean Tucker, in the Orange record books with his fifth touchdown of the game. All across CNY. Keep the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. It's the 3-1-5. Hardy faking feeds the great safety. He scores! Woo! Here's Brian Higgins. Hey, everybody, and welcome in on this Monday post-Super Bowl. I hope everybody is being suitably unproductive at their jobs today, as is required the day after the Super Bowl. Tank the economy. That's what the Super Bowl does. Builds it on Sunday, breaks it on Monday. That's how we roll. Don't do anything of use today at the job. Listen to me. That's what we're doing here. And uh, we're doing a lightning round of the show today. Only got an hour for you. Only got an hour today. We'll be uh, off at 3 today. Rest of the uh, week will be as per normal. But uh, things to attend to uh, in the next hour today. But uh, back to uh, back to business as usual tomorrow. But we do have an hour with you. It is a Monday. That means coming up at 2.30, Red Autry will be hopping on. Brought to you, as always, by Apex and the One Kit 10 Grill in Destiny USA. We'll begin to uh, refocus back on Syracuse basketball. Back in action uh, tomorrow against NC State. NC State's pretty good now. Uh, yeah, they are. Uh, they're pretty good now. Tomorrow's night is a real basketball game that the Orange are going to have to deal with this week. Uh, Duke later this week. It's uh, rare to say that. Oh yeah, Duke. Yeah. No, NC State. Like as of this second in time, NC State's playing better uh, than Duke is though. Uh, neither easy though. Both gettable if we're still thinking about uh, big picture stuff with the basketball team. Speaking of the game tomorrow night, I got two. Two tickets here. Uh, about 10 let's call 15 minutes from now, we'll be giving away two tickets via trivia to the basketball game tomorrow night. Two tickets to the basketball game tomorrow night. A Valentine's Day special. Date night giveaway. Hope you've made other plans, because only one of you is going to win tickets. But we got two coming up uh, for the game uh, tomorrow night. We'll give that out in about 15 minutes or so. Red coming up at 2.30, but we shall start with uh, that little thing that we like to call the Super Bowl. Heck of a game last night, huh? Heck of a game. 38-35, Chiefs beat the Eagles. High-quality football was played last night. That was not a game we can get into the calls late and... The field conditions and all that. But that was two very good football teams that both played very good football yesterday. That's not really been the case in the entirety of the playoffs this year. It's been a, you know, oh man, divisional round, four great games, and they're just all duds. Conference championship games, the Niners are like, hey, you know, does anyone got a quarterback? We could really use one. All of ours just got hurt. That game was a dud. You know, Chiefs-Bengals was very good. But it was kind of a weird game, but tight and very good. This was, from the get-go, last night, just an excellent football game. I mean, first drive of the game, Eagles, down the field, touchdown. Second drive of the game, Chiefs, down the field, touchdown. It just set up the whole thing. Just a fun game to watch. And the best team in the National Football League all season, long won the game. Like, the AFC was better than the AFC all year. The Eagles were clearly the class of the NFC. It was the Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills, and various orders throughout the year that were the class of the AFC. And uh, the best team from the best conference ended up winning the game last night. Um, With controversy late, yes. Did it change the winner of the game? I don't think so. What it did change... And here's my major guess of why people are mad at the uh, the penalty call last night. And uh, people that are not Eagles fans anyway that are mad at the the penalty call on James Bradbury at the end of the game last night, the holding call that basically ended the big game for all intents and purposes. That the game was setting up to have a game winning or game losing, you know, have a have a last drive to have a last drive. And because of the penalty, that's the one thing that we were robbed of. It was set up just the way it happened. All right, Eagles got the ball back with a little more than five minutes left. Or Pardon me, the Chiefs got the ball back, a little more than five minutes left in a tie game. And it was setting up for, all right, the Chiefs are going to go down and score. Something, touchdown or a field goal. They're going down to score. And then the Eagles are going to get the ball back, and let's see if Jalen Hurts can go win this football game. Let's see. And that is what the penalty robbed us of. Was it the right call? Was it not? I mean, after the game, James Bradbury's like, yeah, I was holding him. And when the guy that got called for it said he was doing it, it's kind of harder to argue it. Don't know if I've ever seen a flag like that thrown at that stage of the championship game before. But that's what it was. My main thought is a Giants fan, of course is that, go figure, perhaps he was playing the long game. Just waiting it out, waiting for this moment. Who was the real MVP of the game last night? Dave Gettleman. Brought James Bradbury to the Giants, where he played well, but his contract uh, situation eventually led him to being on the Eagles this, this year. He was the one that committed the penalty. Drafted Kadarius Toney, which led to his trade to the Chiefs, and Tony had a touchdown and then perhaps a short list, one of the biggest plays of the game. The biggest play is probably the the Hurts' fumble and the Chiefs' touchdown return, but uh, short after that was the longest punt return in the history of the Super Bowl. Belongs to who? Mr. Hammy, Kadarius Toney. Couldn't bother to stand up when he was a giant, but... Out here in the Super Bowl, he's scoring touchdowns, returning punts, doing all the stuff that uh, we were told he was going to do in New York. Oh, well. No time to be bitter about it. But how about that? Dave Gettleman, after all these years, it turned out he actually did get some good players. Just not for the Giants. But, um, you know, there's always a way to get a tie in it. But, yeah, the holding call late. Like, right call, wrong call. I think it's probably the right call. I know some people are big mad about it. I think it's the right call. Maybe the wrong situation. But it was called. It just stinks that it ended the game and I think when you when you get the Super Bowl and when you have whatever the numbers, I haven't seen the numbers out, but let's call it 100 million people are watching the game at that point, probably more, when you get a Super Bowl like that and the game is tight the whole way, they keep the audience to the end. I mean, there was at least 100 million people tuned in last night at that point. And a majority, a significant majority of the 100 million are neither Chiefs nor Eagles fans. So what are you rooting for at that night? You're rooting for a great ending. You've watched a great game. Let's get a great ending. And that's the one thing that penalty... Uh, took away from us, so that that's too bad. That's too bad. But besides that, man, let's go. Let, let, let put the Chiefs to the Super Bowl every year. I'm good with it. You know, between you know the Bills right now and the Chiefs and the Bengals and the Eagles, Like they were the four best teams this year, and it's the NFL, one of those four at least won't be good next year. Just somehow for some reason, but oh, man, like I'll take any mix of those teams going forward. All good stuff. That's just a great way to end. Uh, This season with a football game like that. And with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Like a legacy games. Already in the lengthy career of Reid. And in the young career of Mahomes. Mahomes just wrapped up his 6th year in the league. His 5th year as a starting quarterback. 5 years as a starting quarterback. 2 MVPs. 2 Super Bowl MVPs. He's. Hosted. Not just played in. But hosted at Arrowhead. Five AFC championship games, won three of them, and then won two of the Super Bowls. Threw in one clunker in the, the Bucs Super Bowl. But man, like Mahomes is good for like good playoff games, compelling endings, fun watches. Like For all the people that got sick and tired of Brady at the end, for whatever reason, just because people don't like people on the stage too long, all you want if your team's not in it, I'll rephrase, all I want if my team's not in it is give me a close, exciting, compelling game. Well, who is more likely to provide that in the National Football League right now in games against good teams and like real games with good teams? Who is more likely to provide you late game, close, exciting, dramatic, high level play than Patrick Mahomes? Nobody. And it's not close. It is not close. And he did it again. Like the Chiefs, I don't want to say they were getting dominated in the first half, but Mahomes, because of that fumble return for a touchdown, he wasn't on the field. It was like 25 minutes. He wasn't out there. a very long time, he was not on the field. And the game was a little bit lacking. I mean, I like watching Jalen Hurts and all that, but 25 minutes, no Mahomes. Give me Mahomes! Come on! Get him back on the field! And then in the second half, not stopped once. Not stopped once. Would we'll have scored a touchdown on every drive of the second half of the Chiefs had felt like going in on the last one. And uh, we'll talk to one of our guests tomorrow, Brian Curtis of The Ringer. He's one of their editors and uh, writes about uh, media coverage and hosts podcasts about uh, media coverage of a a lot of stuff. He'll join us on the show uh, tomorrow at 2.30. We'll talk to him certainly about Greg Olson's performance as the color commentator in his first and last, or not? Hello, Tom Brady. Super Bowl is the uh, lead color commentator for Fox. I I thought he did a very solid job last night, and none more so. Then on uh, what turned out to be you know like the last real Chiefs offensive play of the game, where he's yelling at Jarek McKinnon to get down, like don't score, don't score. And I'm thinking back to the the second Giants Patriots Super Bowl, where you're thinking the same thing, and Ahmad Bradshaw like realized it and like tripped and fell into the end zone, basically. But it was stuff like that, I thought he did a nice job. So we'll, we'll talk to Brian about that. Uh, tomorrow and some of the other Super Bowl coverage that I think was pretty spot on by Fox last night, like from the anthem, like the close-up of Nick Sirianni with the tears streaming down his cheeks. I'm like, oh, these guys are locked in. And I don't mean the coaches. I mean the TV crew for our entertainment and enjoyment last night. And they delivered it uh, throughout the show, at least the Fox portion. The commercials were kind of meh. Nothing really stood out memorably in my head. I don't know about the rest of you. just... It's not like the good old days where you're like, wow, that was kind of nuts. That was an interesting idea. Or, my God, that was stupid. Last night, it was just going to, all right, yep. Commercials. Bring back the Bud Bowl, I say. Where's that? Give me the Bud Bowl. Where's Bud Ice? It's weird with the Super Bowl, though. Like the, A lot of the things we got to complain about, it was not the football last night. Like Some Super Bowls, like... My age, growing up, the Super Bowl every year was a clunker. It was one great team just thumping somebody. Like there was a long stretch of just uncompetitive Super Bowls where, man, the commercials were great, and this was great, and the halftime show was great, and all this stuff was great, and the actual game, yeah, that stunk. But last night's like, man, this game is great. It would be nice if everybody wasn't slipping and falling over. How do you? How does that happen? How do you spend two years growing a field for the Super Bowl and everyone falls down? It's very weird for a multi-bajillion dollar company like the NFL how they have weird problems like that. And they have them on the regular. We still don't know. I watch a lot of football. You watch a lot of football. You know what a catch is? Zero clue what a catch is. Zero clue. All I know is, like, and I guess the call was probably right on the Devontae Smith one that got overturned. But it took to, like, angle 26 to come up with the idea in, like, a 78-minute review. Like, no, the dude made a great catch. Was it a catch? I don't know. He made a great catch. Unless we immediately know it's not. Can Can we just keep it moving? Like, stuff like that. Let's say it's all stuff that's getting in the way and interrupting a great game. Like when the players are slipping and falling down and we don't know if they've caught the ball or not with our, we're just looking at the screen for four seconds, that's, that's weird because the game itself, like the football, man, like you don't always get great football in the Super Bowl. But Mahomes, great. Jalen Hurts last night. Has he ever been better than that? Save for one play. One very important play. But he was running the ball like his life depended on it. Jalen's passing last night. That might be the best throwing game he's had in the NFL. I mean, he was pinpoint. It was just fantastic football last night. Both tight ends, Goddard and kept catches. Isaac Pacheco for the Chiefs is running like every time like he's gotten shot out of a cannon. Like I thought the, like the actual football last night, man, those teams brought it. Then the halftime. It feels like some people are divided on this. I, I don't know why. Like Rihanna, she was great. She's got way more songs than you realize she has it's like when she's running through the the catalog of songs out there like man Rihanna's got a lot of tunes then you're spending literally the entire halftime trying to figure out if she's pregnant or not like that was a that was a new twist tooth to twist to the whole thing that Rihanna's no dummy huh she is no dummy i did see somebody saying they, they there needs to be some like the end of the halftime show should have been the gender reveal or, or something like like that but man there, there was a lot of great stuff like you talk about it being a television program. It was a great television program last night. It was a great television program for four hours or whatever it was uh, last night. Just a very enjoyable Super Bowl as we now head into the off season, And, you know, we'll get back to the football of it throughout the week and as we head toward the Combine in a few weeks. The Combine will have three Syracuse guys in it with Matthew Bergeron and Garrett Williams and Sean Tucker. And we'll, we'll get back into all the nitty-gritty of that. What are the Bills going to do? What are the Giants going to do? How's the off season going to look? But last night, you know, I I get controversy in the last play and all that. I I still think the Chiefs win the game, but that was just a great, fun, high-caliber, high-quality football game uh, to watch last night. So uh, if we're not going to get football, that matters. And I know, all right, USFL, we get it. Yeah, football's coming back in two months, so the XFL starts next weekend. Don't care. Don't care. Less Dungy plays, then we're all in. But, uh, you know, don't care. Football won't be back until August, September. We'll get to watch it again. That's always the sad part about the Super Bowl. It's, it's gone. I forget who I saw on Twitter last night, too. You know, the, whatever rando cooking show that was that came out in Fox after. I'm like, huh, this is like the 78th version of some Gordon Ramsay show like this. Last year was kind of nice, huh? Like, oh, the Super Bowl's over, and look, the Olympics. Like, can we get that more often? That was great. I'm all in. Like, NBC, we got to figure this out. We can talk to Brian Curtis about this tomorrow. I don't know how the contracts are going to work going forward when ABC and ESPN are going to get in the mix soon for Super Bowl, so it'll be rotating between four, which is actually potentially perfect. Let's get NBC the Super Bowl every Olympic year. Every winter Olympic year, I need NBC to have the Super Bowl. This is what I need. That's for me. All right, well, that's a little look back at the the Super Bowl. We'll get back into Syracuse Hoops in a bit. Red Autry coming up at the bottom of the hour. Short show today. Uh, no second hour. We're just one hour, and then we're vaporizing, only to reappear tomorrow at uh, 2 o'clock, and we'll be uh, with you like normal for the rest of the week. And what we do like normal, when there is a Syracuse home basketball game, more often than not, and by more often than not, not the Duke game. Leave me alone about the Duke game. More often than not, we got tickets. We got tickets. Tomorrow is not the Duke game. It's NC State. I got two. Trivia for tickets when we come back. The phone number is such, 315-437-7644. Call it now. I will ask you a question at 4ESPN44. If you answer it correctly... This is how this works, people. You will get tickets to the basketball game tomorrow night, two of them. 315-437-7644. Trivia, NC State tickets when we come back. Red Autry talking hoops at the bottom of the hour. Roll along here on this post-Super Bowl Monday. It's the 315 all across CNY on QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio. ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on (laughs) QSportsTalk.com. It's the 315. Here's Brian Higgins. Here I am. Here we are. Rolling along on the program. Just an hour with you today. It's almost over and we've just begun. Uh, so we, we got Red coming up at 2.30. i got tickets for the game tomorrow night. So we're going to need uh, somebody uh, to get the answer to this quickly so we're not late to Red because we want to spend our, our Monday afternoon with Red, as we like to do on Mondays at 2.30 until the conclusion of uh, the basketball season. So two tickets to NC State uh, tomorrow night. We'll bring in uh, Vito in Liverpool. Vito, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. How's it going? Uh, very good. Here, here is your question, Vito, for two tickets to the game tomorrow night. I'm sure you already got You, you always have tickets, but you like to have a... A vast collection of tickets. We like that. Uh, Expand the crew, yeah. Exactly. You know, he brings in others. Vito, like, he's not hoarding. He'll distribute. Um, so, uh, Vito, here's the question. Uh, there are two possible answers to this question, I I do believe. Uh, name me a Syracuse basketball player uh, that has played in the Super Bowl. Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb is correct. All right, Vito. You've got, it was not the hardest question of all time. Uh, do do hang on the line, Vito, and we'll, we'll get your information and make sure you get the tickets there. All right, sounds good. Let me, can I say one thing real quick? Do you, I have a moment? You, we absolutely, we have one moment here before we get to red, Vito. Go ahead. I do not like the football move uh, rule in football with uh, that determines if it's a catch or not. I think that that needs to be changed. I thought they got it wrong when they overturned the one where uh, the, the Philadelphia player fumbled it. Do you remember that? Oh, uh, yeah. I think that if you stop the ball in the air and secure it with your hands and bring it into your body and, you know, you're pulling the ball out of the air and catching it, that's enough. That's a catch. You know, I don't like that. You got to make a step forward or whatnot. Cause sometimes you're not in position to, to, to step, and move forward or, or use your feet. I, I just don't like that call at all. I think when they stop the ball in the air, catch it with their hands and secure it, that should be enough. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe your opinion after I hang up. Uh, I say, you know what, Vito, and uh, do hang on the line to make sure we uh, get your info yeah. for the tickets. Uh, I, I'd say my thought is, you know, Vito, we've all been watching football for a very long time. Does anyone know what the hell the catch is? <laughs> I got, like, I watched all three of those, and, you know, I, I thought they were going to overturn the Smith one, and they did. I thought they were going to overturn the Goddard one. And they didn't, and I, I will. Whether it should be or not, I, I think they got the one of the fumble one correct by the current rules. The main problem is like I'm not completely certain about that. Like I, myself and Vito and all you people out there, we watch way too much football to not know what the hell a catch is. This is going back to what was his name, Bert Emanuel, in the 1999 NFC title game. I'm sure there were issues before that. That's the first main one I can remember. And there was wasn't there something with Ricky Prol? Like we're naming people that are 60 now. And, you know, there have been all these plays over the years. Des Bryant and all this stuff. We still don't know what a catch is. Like, I watch a lot of football. I should know what a catch is. That's the main issue. Hey, NFL. Do something. Common sense. Common sense rule. What's a catch? Like, you'll know it when you see it. Last night, when you're watching watching the replay at, like, quarter speed and the whole thing, yeah, it all looks like a catch. It all looks like a fumble. All at the same time. That's the main issue. It's the Super Bowl. Plus, add on that. There's plenty of people watching the Super Bowl that, like, that's the only football game they watch all year. How confused do you think they are? Like, you know what? You know what those people think it catches? Like, you go in the backyard, you throw a ball around. Did you catch it or not? They're watching the game. Like, what is this? I don't know. All right. So, uh, Vito's got the tickets. There was one other answer to that question, though John Mackey. John Mackey played one year of basketball at Syracuse. He was also an answer to a trivia question last week, and I didn't even realize it. John Mackey was also on the lacrosse team, so he was also a lacrosse player that has a Super Bowl ring. John Mackey, answer to many questions, but Donovan McNabb is the the clearest answer uh, to the uh, most recent question, so uh, Vito will certainly be at the game uh, tomorrow night. With that, we'll take a break. Red joins us when we come back. Talking Q's hoops on a Monday. Get you ready for Q's and NC State tomorrow night. It's QSportsTalk.com, ESPN Radio. ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com This is the 315 with Brian Higgins. That it is just an hour today, folks. We will have uh, more than an hour tomorrow. We will have so much more than an hour that we'll have a whole other hour. But we'll do that again on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. Have no fear. Back to the normal schedule on the morrow. we will have not one but two hours. Brought to you by our good friends at William Car. Call William Matar at 444-4444. Not one but two hours. Brought to you by Billy Whitaker Cars and Trucks. And not one but two hours. Brought to you by our good friends at ICM Controls. Diligently working on finding the two winners of the $10,000 ICM Controls Impact Scholarship. Going to local high school seniors of the class of twenty. 23 so looking forward to all of that as we uh, go on throughout the week as we're getting into the rest of the week rest of the day and uh, looking forward to getting in the week always uh, good to have the Super Bowl great game weird ending I wish there you know you wish it would have ended slightly differently it, it just like the last drive to be a little more of a drive what can you do? I was starting to say with like two two and a half minutes left, Eagles should let them score. The Chiefs would be like, "Yeah, you can let us score all you want. We're not going to do it." You go back to that um, the Packers Broncos Super Bowl. God, how long ago is that now? We're all old, but where uh, the Brock, where the Packers let the Broncos score and got far of the ball back, and it didn't end up working. But you know, that's one of the first times you're like, "Oh," and now everybody's kind of keen enough to strategies like that where you're yelling at the TV, "Let them score." And the other team's like, no, we're good. We're good. I don't think that's going to happen in the basketball game tomorrow night. Never quite comes down to that in a basketball game. Nobody's shouting out, let them score in a, a basketball game. But uh, we wrap up a little earlier today, but we still need to tell you this. Here's what's on tap tonight. What do we get? It's the day after the Super Bowl. That means that usually there's not a whole lot on tap tonight, here, there, or everywhere. But it is a Monday. And in the ACC, that means it is big. Mondays are big. Here's big Monday tonight. Miami at North Carolina. Okay. All right, Carolina favored by five and a half. Huh. That seems high. Um, Carolina, they've been the weird, who knows what the hell their deal is. I don't know. Miami, I think Miami's been very, very good of late. Like, very good. They've been the best team in the league, along with Pitt, I think, for the last two, three weeks now. Carolina went into Clemson on Saturday and just reminded people what they're capable of. Dropped 90 some odd, pounded them into the ground. Very impressive performance uh, by Carolina over the weekend. So that's a big game. Like Carolina, say what? Like they are in the bubblish range. Like this is a big game for them. It's a big game for Miami. Not that they're in the bubblish range. They're 20 and 5, but if you go into Carolina and get a win, that'd be a big win. That's a big game. Back half of Big Monday is Texas and Texas Tech in Lubbock in Lubbock tonight at 9 o'clock. I think ACC gets the trump card, a rare trump card of late, over the Big 12 on these uh, big Mondays. So that is what is on tap uh, tonight. What is on tap tomorrow? Brian Curtis, who talks all things media and coverage, will join us from the Ringer. He was down at the Super Bowl and had that covered every which way. We'll talk to him about that. And uh, more than the game itself, the coverage of the game and the aftermath of that and the the future coverage of the sports uh, we love to watch. So it'll be fun to talk to Brian Curtis of the Ringer tomorrow. That will be at 2.30, and we will get you ready for tomorrow night. Syracuse and NC State, a 7 o'clock game in the Dome. Pre-game with Axe, post-game with me and Devo tomorrow night uh, right here. So looking forward to all of that on uh, the program today. What's on tap right here? Well, keep right on listening. Like, we're not turning off the station just because I got to giddy up an hour early, but Axe will be back here at 4 o'clock, as per always. New house at night uh, coming your way at uh, 6. That'll do it for today. We're back at it tomorrow right here on QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio.